0: Did you know that in Christ you have an indestructible life? That's fantastic news all the time, but it's especially encouraging when life gets hard or feels uncertain. Don't give up. Satan can't have you, the world can't overcome you, and the challenges you face can't stop you. In Christ, you're indestructible. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Life, a podcast where women discover the life Jesus is and treasure the life God's Word gives. I'm Emily Wickham, a wife and mom, plus an author and speaker. But most importantly, I'm a woman loved by God, just like you. In this episode, we're going to consider a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in God's sight. And as a reminder to those of you who are using this material for a group study, please remember to download your free set of discussion questions. You can go to my website, proclaiminghimtowomen.com, and then just click on the free resources page and scroll down. You will see. Uh, resource number eight and it is titled discussion questions a gentle and quiet spirit so i hope you'll take advantage of this free resource okay um let me just also share up front that the definitions i share in this lesson come from the lexical aids in my keyword study bible or from blueletterbible.org. So rather than repeating that throughout the message, I thought I would just let you know before we begin. So uh, let me get started by reading 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 1 through 6. In the same way, You wives, be submissive to your own husbands, so that even if any of them are disobedient to the word, they may be won without a word by the behavior of their wives, as they observe your chaste and respectful behavior. And let not your adornment be merely external, braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or putting on dresses, but let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. For in this way, in former times, the holy women also, who hoped in God, used to adorn themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. Thus Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, and you have become her children if you do what is right, without being frightened by any fear. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for all of your word, and I thank you for this opportunity to study a gentle and quiet spirit. I pray you would teach us by the Holy Spirit and help us to gain truth from this portion of your word that we can apply to our lives today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. In verse 3, the word adornment comes from the Greek word cosmos. And I think that's so interesting because it makes me think of the word cosmetic. And many women use some form of cosmetics uh, when we want to look our best. And cosmos can also be defined as a decoration. So we can think about it this way. When we get ready each day and put on the final touches, each of us adorns or decorates ourselves to some degree. And for special occasions, we spend extra time selecting just the right adornment. And this reminds me of years ago when I worked as a bridal consultant. It was so much fun helping brides choose their gown and all of the accessories for their special day. Everything had to be the best. It had to be just right because this day was, you know, so important to her. It's the most important or one of the most important in a young woman's life. So, all of that being said, some of us expend too much effort on our outward appearance, and others of us expend just the right amount, and still others of us don't expend enough time on our outward adornment. You know, it might seem trivial, but I believe the Holy Spirit can help us even in matters like this. Now, as far as outward adornment goes, we live in an extremely self-focused world. I don't think that is a secret to anyone. And In fact, when I think about the term selfie, I remember when I first heard it, I thought it sounded so strange, but over the years, I have become used to it. It sounds normal now. It's like I know exactly what it means and... It doesn't sound so strange to me. So along with our own focus on self, society places enormous attention on a woman's outward appearance. But I just want to provide a little bit of framework here. As a wife, you and I should care about our outward appearance and how we appear to our husband. And in addition, single women should take care with their outward appearance. But here's where we can get a little bit off track. When we go to extremes to look beautiful in the world's eyes, we're really headed in the wrong direction. That can just head to a lot of uh, bad places if we just keep going that way. So let's get back to to our text here in 1 Peter 3. Verse 3 provides some aspects of outward appearance for us to consider, and it specifically lists out braided hair, gold jewelry, and dresses. And our adornment should not come only from things like this. In other words, our attempts To adorn ourselves or to be attractive should not be limited to what we look like on the outside. However, even though these outward things are listed, I don't believe that God intends for verse 3 to be a list of must-nots. I think it's a comparison, and this verse explains that true beauty does not come from external items. True beauty comes from within because verse 4 highlights the hidden person of the heart. I love that phrase. And in all reality, this can be an overlooked place because we're human and we tend to make judgments based on a person's appearance, even our own appearance. And I think to a large degree, it's natural for us to do this, but it's not God's way. Listen to 1 Samuel 16 verse 7, Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I think that really summarizes for us what this is talking about in 1 Peter 3 verse 4, this hidden person of the heart. The true person I am and the true person you are resides in a place that only God fully sees. He's the only one who knows exactly who we are because He sees the hidden person of the heart. Now, I also want to mention something about the term imperishable quality, which describes a gentle and quiet spirit. Imperishable means something that isn't capable of corruption. (laughs) Doesn't that sound appealing? Because everything in this world, including our own bodies, is degenerating. You know, I have to say this process of aging is not fun. I recently celebrated another birthday, and the older I get, the faster they come around. It really is a blessing. Every day and every year is a blessing from God. But when we think about the aging process, I can think about some things in my own life. I used to have 20-20 vision, and now I have to wear my glasses to read and I used to be able to walk 20 minutes around my neighborhood and I would lose weight, but that does not happen anymore. I I can even walk longer and I still don't lose weight. (laughs) So things change as we age. I didn't used to get so tired. I didn't used to have wrinkles, but but that's where I'm at in my life because my body is aging uh, because that's what bodies do. Yet this quality of a gentle and quiet spirit never ages. It does not wear out or waste away. In fact, I think it just gets better and better the older we get. And it's something we can have now and forever. I love that. Don't you? It's just so encouraging and positive to think about this beautiful imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit. So let's move on to talking about this character trait, you know, just specifically looking at it. The word gentle comes from the Greek word "praus," meaning meek and I don't know about you, but I've always struggled a little bit to understand meekness and what it means. So I find this definition from the Blue Letter Bible helpful and it says, I quote, gentleness or meekness is the opposite to self-assertiveness and self-interest. It stems from trust in God's goodness and control over the situation. The gentle person is not occupied with self at all. This is a work of the Holy Spirit, not of the human will." Quote. And according to the lexical aids in my Keyword Study Bible, meekness is an inwrought grace of the soul. That's my favorite. I love that definition. It's just a beautiful expression and it's short enough to remember this inwrought grace of the soul. And ladies, this quality is for all of us. It's not a matter of the personality you and I possess. Gentleness or meekness is a work the Holy Spirit does in us. Isn't that fantastic? That's that's just terrific news because so many times we want to take this and apply this character trait to the personality we have, And, and God has made each of us differently. But this quality is something the Holy Spirit does inside of us a gentle spirit, describes one who trusts in God no matter the circumstances. A woman with this quality relies on the Lord rather than herself, and she entrusts her welfare to Him. She doesn't take matters into her own hands, nor does she push her own agenda. Now, as for the word quiet... It comes from the Greek word hesuchios, which means still, undisturbed, and peaceable. It's also defined as keeping one's seat, and this just makes me smile. Because when we find ourselves in a challenging circumstance, let's remind ourselves to just keep our seat, you know, because I think it can be our tendency to just jump up and get busy and do everything we can to take care of the situation. But that's not what this gentle and quiet spirit does. This quiet spirit is still and rests in the Lord. You know, I feel like the Holy Spirit just gave me a picture. As I was uh, kind of awake and trying to go back to sleep, the Holy Spirit just kind of spoke to me that this this element of trust it, it it's something like for me I realized that uh, when I am in a place that's just a mess, like everything is out of order, and like. If my house is just totally uh, in need of cleaning, I can't really focus. I can't really work until I get everything put into its proper place and everything is cleaned up. And so if I take that image into just kind of a picture in my mind of what's going on inside of me, when there are situations in my life that are just going on and 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 there's just so many of them. I I feel like I need to grab hold like they're just like all these separate little balloons floating around in my life and and I need to grab hold of each one and I need to figure each situation out and I need to put it in its place. It can't float around anymore. I need to to just anchor it. And And when I can't do that because I can't figure the situation out, I just can't rest. I just feel like all these things are floating around and I just can't have the peace I need, the rest I need. And what the Holy Spirit showed me is that I'm never going to be able to figure out every single item that is around me, every single situation in my life. I just can't anchor it. Only God can do that. So my job and your job is not to take hold of all these situations and figure them out perfectly and then decide how to handle each one. No, our job is to simply take each of those balloons, as it were, and give them to God. We just have to hand them to Him. We just have to recognize the situations around us and realize we can't figure them out and just say, here, Lord, I give this to you. I give all of this to you. And then we can rest. We can rest. There is a psalm that I have recently come to love, and it talks about a weaned child. And and it compares our trust in in the Lord, to that of a weaned child who rests on its mom. And that's the picture for you and me. We need to rest on our Heavenly Father and just have that peace and just have that rest knowing He's going to take care of these situations in our lives that we can't figure out, we can't take care of, we can't control We have to leave them with Him. I hope this illustration helps you and just comes to mind the next time you find yourself in a difficult or challenging situation. Let's just trust in our Heavenly Father. Let's have this gentle and quiet spirit. Now, I also want to further elaborate on this term, being quiet. It's, um, it's something where it enables us to stay still. And it's, it's a quality where we allow the Holy Spirit to work a calmness within us. And then another very important aspect of this word quiet is that it does not mean silent, and I think silence is often mistakenly implied when people read the word quiet. So I want to emphasize that here in 1 Peter 3, this um, passage is discussing a quiet spirit. It is an inner state of peace and calm. Isn't that so attractive as we just think about it? We all want to have this inner state of peace and calm. Now, of course, this will affect the words we speak, but it will not eliminate every word from our mouth. Rather, this inner calm will influence what we say. And finally, The word spirit comes from the Greek word pneuma, meaning the inward part of us that enables us to think of God. It's not physical. It's the part of us we use to employ faith. And a gentle and quiet spirit has everything to do with our relationship with God. It's not contingent. On our personality, as I have said, it stems from the Holy Spirit's work within us. And it's for all of us. A gentle and quiet spirit holds an extremely high value in God's eyes. He is so pleased when He looks at us and He sees this quality. So I just want us to apply what we have learned by asking ourselves a couple of questions. So the first is, how much time do we spend each day on our outward appearance? And on the other hand, how much time do we spend each day on our inward appearance? Now, I want to be sure to communicate it is not wrong to spend time on our outward appearance, but it is wrong to prioritize our outward appearance over our inward appearance. So let's be certain to make the effort every day or as regularly as we can. We want to spend time with God, because when we do, we will find that the Lord satisfies the aches in our heart and He answers our deepest needs. He comforts and cares for and guides us. He loves us lavishly. The woman who trusts in God and rests in Him possesses a gentle and quiet spirit. So as I've stated repeatedly in this message, each one of us can possess this gentle and quiet spirit. It doesn't matter what kind of personality we have because a gentle and quiet spirit stems from our relationship with God. Do we trust him? Do we rest in him? Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for enabling us to have a better understanding of a gentle and quiet spirit. And I pray you would cultivate this quality within each of us, Lord. Just help us to trust you more deeply and to rest in you more peacefully. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Indestructible Life. Please share this message with your friends and remember God loves you. In Christ, you're indestructible.